0: What's up, Benjamin? Not too much, besides you ever-changing backgrounds. It's a green day for you.
1: Yeah, I went with green today just to stay with the earthy colors of the summer. I like it. Yes. I like summer's hitting Berlin.
0: And you are aware that from time to time, I surprise you with new features from our streaming platform.
1: Yeah, what have you got for me today? Wait a sec. Let's go for that one. We've talked about this. You know, I wanted some music. It gives us some. Okay, so let's 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 do this a musical episode. I like it. I like it.
0: I, I don't know. I mean, we, we can c-
1: control the volume. Yeah, and yeah. Maybe drop it a little bit and let's go.
0: Let me see.
1: Hip hop vibes. I like it.
0: Like this? Shall we leave it on? <laughs> yeah, leave it off the sure. show. I mean, man. Now we have a dynamic background. <laughs> yeah. like, I love this product, production.
1: Yeah, yeah, really
0: amping up. Right. what are we going to talk about today?
1: We are going to talk about five cool stories, um, as we always do every week. If you're tuning in for the first time, where have you been, guys? Come on, um, and gonna you're going to start with actually the NBA,
0: no? That is correct. Now you're fast. Wow, I'm not, even, I'm not even prepared.
1: <laughs> yeah, Let let's see. go, man. Let's go. I'm feeling the music. I'm like, I'm vibing with this.
0: All right, here we go. We are talking about the NBA Launchpad, not to confuse with the Amazon Launchpad, which has, let's say, a similar background because both of them are dealing with startups. The NBA, known as an initiative that is a forward thinking one, and they like to get into business with startups. And this is why they launched this official new initiative called NBA Launchpad. What is it? It is a startup, um, let's say, bootcamp, acceleration program, something like this. So startups are supposed to apply until August 31st. There will be a selection day and then they will get the chance to run an NBA pilot. And as you can see here, there are a bunch of focus areas that the NBA is looking into. Uh, It's health and wellness in youth basketball, uh, youth player performance, so two youth related topics. And then in innovating ankle injury prevention and recovery, there is a startup that comes to mind, NBA. Better Guards. Check it out. Better Guards. The E, I believe, but they want to have an English version. And advancing referee training and development. Interesting topics. What do you think?
1: Yeah, actually, I really like the. I mean, we've, we've, first of all, kudos. The NBA has always been uh, one of the most innovative, if not the, probably the most innovative league. Um, so, no surprises. Uh, NFL, we know, we've covered this uh, on this episode, on this uh, show. The NFL did something recently, so no surprises from the NBA. The surprise is in the topics, as you rightly said, especially the referee one. Yeah, um, Yeah, I was super curious about that. The youth ones, I get. Um, injury prevention again, but also injury prevention specific to ankle. That is interesting. I mean, there have been some high profile turns. I think LeBron turned an ankle recently. Uh, AD, I think it's been his knee actually. you know. Or, I mean, but yeah, they, they understand the importance of that. Yeah. Um, and the referee one. I like it. Interesting. I, I mean, want to see, I want to see what startups come out of here.
0: I, I, the ankle one is not surprising, actually, if you look at the numbers, because ankle injuries yeah. cause <laughs> a lot of damage <laughs> over <the year>. wow, <laughs> here. Where did you get this information from? That's what I want to know. Wait a sec, wait a sec. I can. I have the better guards. Uh, yeah, I, I know. That's what I'm <laughs> talking about. This is
1: a very timely plug. <laughs> You're not surprised about ankles. Ben has the data, there are 200 million ankle. He was giving me this spiel yesterday. There are 200 million, 200 million ankle injuries every year, something like that. Yeah, I yeah. think that's really cool. But no, super, super from the NBA. I, I'm looking forward, especially on the referee side, because there are very few startups that I've seen addressing the referee angle. I think I remember seeing a couple of them from Australia and New Zealand. Um, I haven't seen too many others in the world, so. Very interesting to see what'll come out of that one.
0: Yeah, but like I mean now it's playoff time and I'm I'm just waiting for the next referee debate. There's always a referee debate, right? So let's see yep. what, what did they come up with. All right, yep. So yep. topic number five.
1: What do we have at number four? On? We have a nice story actually. I quite like this one. Um I mean we do we know of a lot of teams using AI and scouting. Um it's not a particularly new idea. Um yeah, used in a number of different places. But what Burnley, who are just about um, finished above relegation, who are fairly comfortably on 39 points, got some good points for my fantasy team. So I'll appreciate that from Burnley. Thank you very much, Sean Dyche. Um But what they did was really cool. They had an open trial using this app- uh, application called AI Scout. They screened 12,000 footballers from 125 countries and identified 28 youth prospects. So they really cost the net Quite wide. They've got two trial lists that are coming in from London, one from London, one from Wales that will start soon. Two more will come in um, at the end of the uh, at the end of this year, I believe. Those guys are studying uh, in the US, and then they've got twenty four more players that they've shortlisted uh, who will have a game, uh, and then from those twenty four, they will again pick maybe some more that will uh, get into a trial mode. It's very interesting mechanics, and also with AI scout, Burnley is going to be. Also leading the way by doing the first ever, um, uh, doing a similar platform for women football, for the scout young uh, female footballers. It's a very cool little approach. It's like a, uh, I don't know if you've seen that movie from Disney, Million Dollar Arm, um, where there was a bunch of baseball guys. It's a true story. Uh, baseball guys who went to India uh, looking for, for bowlers. Disney made a movie out of it with throwing like a global talent hunt kind of thing. Um, and using AI, it makes a lot of sense to do it. My, my favorite part of the story though, before you jump in, is yeah. that the AI is the first level of screening. These Those 28 footballers now will be viewed by scouts. The real life scouts, they're all invited to come to Burnley to get their trial. So it's not like technology is replacing the scout in any way. It's just getting the talent pool as wide as possible and then narrowing the right players yes. who fit the Burnley style. And then the scout comes in.
0: That is the point, right? I mean, uh, I mean, there's so many players out there, and those you cannot just all screen, right? Um, and it immediately reminds me of Tonsor. Of Tonsor um, Tonser doing yep. uh, great work in, in, since years, right? And in identifying players that are overlooked by, like, let's say, all the standard academies. So um, yeah, I'm not surprised that, um, or wouldn't be surprised if really good players would come out of, out of there.
1: Yeah, it's a nice one. I'm curious to see how many more and Because really again, have one of those low-budget teams, they don't have much money to spend we've seen brentford actually do this well that's a great story again for anybody interested check out Brentford; but they really lost the uh playoff final but again very small team really maximizing their use using tech uh to get the best out of it
0: cool on to the next one i think. yeah um we are Begin this music by the way i awesome check You should rather turn off your screen there mister instead (laughs) of you're moving around i did that for no problem um we're talking about the nfl and they made i wouldn't say a bold move because it was also expected but i think one that is just logic Uh, and they are mandating all 32 nfl teams um that they um switch to digital tickets entirely so there will not be any physical tickets like the two that you see on this picture anymore. And uh, the reasoning is also an obvious one. I mean, uh, with all the, the pandemic um, comes, of course, uh, more, more cautiousness regarding any physical item or anything that could transfer any any bad stuff. So um, that, that, is, that is one angle. But on the other angle, of course, they are also aware of the fact that uh, digital tickets come with a lot of advantages. Uh, you exactly know who owns the ticket. You know if it's transferred at some point because the switch to NFTs will ultimately happen at some point as well. Uh, so participation in the secondary market might become easier. Yeah, and my, I mean below that, just tons of, of data that you can uh, can track there. So uh, like I said, not a surprising move, a, a good one. Actually, almost a bit too late. I, I would have expected this sports industry to to. Uh, Yeah, do the switch much earlier. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it's been really strange for me to understand why it's taken so long for even the American teams to just jump on it Like what is the big deal here? Um, And uh, having spoken to some uh, European clubs like people we know in the innovation circles It's like, yeah, but what about that old fan or their fans are too used to doing this and like getting that Dude, they will change your fans are going to come to your football any which way um, now you can just do so much more, a much richer experience, no-brainer of time.
0: And then the, the other thing that, that's probably going to come is I mean we presented the, the company before it's, it's clear like the uh, identification at the entry gates via yeah. by, by your, your, your eyes or something or fingerprints or, or whatnot so you probably don't even have to carry your ticket with you digitally anymore so you're just identified by some, some, yeah, some eye scan or something.
1: I mean that's on one side then all the other added benefits of you touched on it the secondary market stuff it makes it easy for me to push my ticket there's no i'm not afraid of scalping so you can actually potentially protect the uh, the end fan as well like so many ancillary benefits
0: Do you know what uh, what else is the other effect out of this
1: i'm dying to hear benjamin
0: i think that physical tickets might go up in price, like the old ones.
1: Right, because that's exactly what happened to... to I'm, I'm trying to figure out what is a good example. So as LCD screens came in more and more and all cool TVs, the old TVs were just such <laughs> priceless heirlooms. People are just trying to hold on to these <laughs> amazing...
0: <laughs> I, that's wrong on so many levels, so many levels. <laughs> let me, let me <laughs> not get into that. Uh, not yeah. financial advice, but have my my, my words in, in mind, they will go up yeah. in price.
1: Yeah, some. Some will, very few. Okay. There's for collectors. Yes, of course, there's a the collector's economy. But okay. Move we're on. topic will too. Yeah, we'll get on to that. Okay. This one is an interesting story. Um And I wanted to talk about this for a couple of reasons. I mean, first of all, the athletic if you Everybody should know by now I'm a big, big fan I Love that platform I mean, the content is incredible um, Super well-funded company They've raised a lot of money But their subscriber numbers Have not been doing so well Which is a shame Because the quality of journalism On that platform is amazing Now, with that in mind Apparently, the New York Times Are ready to swoop right in um, And for a couple of interesting reasons uh, The article talks about First of all, I was surprised to know that the New York Times has only about 7 million subscribers. They're trying to hit about somewhere around 20 million, is it, uh, by the year. Um, and hoping that The Athletic can, can help them on that. The is currently at 1.2 million. Yeah, 10 million subscribers per 25. they are 7 million right now. They add 1.2 from The Athletic. So that's one interesting thing uh, that's basically for user acquisition. But the main thing I found interesting is that the New York Times relying so heavily on sports. I mean, it's just another sign of an old digital media house trying to find new ways to reach a new audience and sports becoming more and more interesting. Now, the other thing, Ben, I want to talk to you about on this one is I'm sure you saw the Naomi Osaka story. um, About her walking out of the French Open. And basically, the the question was, I there was a couple of really good articles, but the question was, is this bad on what does it say about her or rather, what does it say about journalism? So do you think like the whole idea that mm. a star doesn't even want to talk to the media anymore, so do you think this helps New York Times stay relevant or are they already gone?
0: I mean, the, the, what what uh, what she said was interesting. She said she doesn't want, also doesn't want to be an additional burden or something like this. This is how she framed it. So, so she doesn't want to have want the media talk about things that are not related to tennis, which is an yep. interesting statement. Um, mental and health of, and all
1: that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And well, of course, it's 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 a big step for her. Good, good that she did so. And um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a warning. Warning shot towards journalism to to focus on quality journalism and I coming back to the other question is that that is what the Atlantic stands for right yep uh, I mean I mean they're not clickbaiting or anything they, they are quality journalists good sources not just looking for I don't know some some attention here and there so actually I think it, it fits well to also what the New York Times stand for and um, the other thing is I mean um, um, Amazon allow, uh, announced the, the the acquisition of um, what was it um, MGM MGM sorry MGM and uh, they said sports is the next thing for them. So everybody like the heavyweights are moving into sports. So um, from those both of those perspectives, I think it makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's a really good point. I mean, th- that was one driving thing that traditional media looking at sports as a way into to target uh, let's say millennials or whatever new age consumers. That's one part, but also the structure of journalism and journalistic media and what that's looking like. Because that, that was a really big piece of news uh, that Osaka won. All right. I, I think you have a bigger
0: one. Yeah? Uh, we have a very interesting one uh, as I believe. Let me share that with you. Here we go. Um, it's all about NFTs.
1: I uh, actually we have- What a shocker, Ben. What a shocker that you would find. The top story this week to be NFTs. okay let's go
0: and topic number one which means we can we can talk about it for long actually um at least i hope yes. so And yep. yeah so um news uh was that uh the mlb agreed an nft partnership as you can read here with candy digital uh, and a couple of questions pop up here um first one is doesn't mlb already have a partnership with tops with their with their digital player cards yes that is correct but in this official statement or um it's on the mlb page they said that they where is it Uh, um let me find (laughs) it was here somewhere i promise um Find yeah, it. you're talking
1: about where they said that it's not an exclusive partnership, where they're going to do different things on candy and and tops exactly. is going to be the cards. Yeah,
0: here yeah, we, we have, have the one looking for. So they say um, it's going to be a wider range of baseball digital collectibles, um, and one that they're, they're giving a couple examples here, but one stood out for me, and it was uh, NFTs of highlight place. and. Whoever is in the NFT and sports space will immediately hear Top Shot, Top Shot, Top Shot, right? So it seems like it's not confirmed that Tops might stay, let's say, the so rare of MLB with the with the digital um, uh, player cards, and maybe Candy Digital is the company that does all the other stuff, including the highlight place. Um, the, the numbers of NBA Top Shot have not been so great lately. Uh, numbers are going down. Uh, so, I'm really curious to see how they are gonna um, pull this off. The other question is Who on earth is Candy Digital? Uh, and then that is actually also a very interesting um, play. That's a good point. I hadn't
1: thought of that, like, because I haven't heard of their name for anything. Oh, it's Gary Vee.
0: Yes. It's, ah, it's
1: Fanatics. All oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. I saw this
0: story. Correct. It's super interesting. So, Candy Digital just launched basically, and it's um, yeah, it's a joint venture between fanatics, which means they bring, I don't know, I think the article says 80 million customers or something um, to the table. Uh, yeah. 80 million fans. Um, then the, the second partner is Galaxy Digital of um, Novogratz, who is a, a crypto um, god or whatever you want to call him, a uh, cryptocurrency investor. And number three is good old gary Vaynerchuk. so um very very interesting and powerful combination yeah. i mean we recently launched his first collection was somewhat successful i would say like from 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 sales numbers was good uh, cryptocurrency investor plus fanatics all throwing in their expertise uh, nothing against Tops, right? But this is a this is really powerful um, bunch of guys here, a bunch of companies. By the way, I think Fanatics is a majority um, uh, shareholder of, of Candy Digital. Uh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I like the... I mean, once you understand who's behind the initiative, because that's always the case, we've talked about it a lot, like it's understanding who's, who's in the background, and especially with um, blockchain-based or crypto-based, crypto uh, initiatives you don't always know. So, it's cool that they come out and say, hey, there's some big heavyweights behind it. Candy going with uh, MLB. Has the NFL made a big announcement like this yet?
0: No, I'm I'm also surprised. I mean... Yeah, not yet, right? So,
1: the NBA has been the first. MLB is following. NFL ha- must be working on something. They're always a bit yeah. slower.
0: I mean, yeah. but I, I will take any bet. I mean, the when, when does the NFL season start in September or so? I mean, yeah. they still a couple of months. Um, I would be surprised if they wouldn't bring something to the table, unless they say, "Hey, top shot development is not so great at the moment." Let's let's wait this out a little bit. But I mean, I'm, I'm. No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure to... I read.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure I read that there was something in the works. It just hasn't been formally announced yet. I'm 100% they're trialing stuff. Um, okay, okay. So we're getting the big leagues and we get some big guns in there as well.
0: Yeah. Nice. Um, speaking about about big names, um, I mean. Um, let's go with this one first. Uh, there were more NFTs, new, NFT news this week. A um, couple interesting ones. So we have seen today. It was just announced a few hours before we started our show. Is that there is the first official licensed Olympic NFT pin? Yeah. So the the, the IOC, the Olympic Games are launching. Um, what is an NFT pin, though? I can I can show you. you know? okay, let me turn it off. I'm not interrupting with our. Hip-Hop background, nothing's happening, wait, can you, can you see this? No, not yet. Ah, wait a second. Here we go. So. Olympic pin soon, collection. soon you will see the pin. So it's from oh, different games. Okay. Yeah. I, I think they, they also exist physically. Maybe you will get, even get a physical one. I didn't, didn't uh, really check, but yeah, there, um, there are pins connected to, to the game, to specific games. Yeah,
1: interesting. So it's it's at the Games as a whole. So, yeah, which year, which place rather than, okay, but I, the Olympic is trying something. I have to say, I don't know who took over as either uh, head of digital or something for the for the IOC in general, but they've been, you've been seeing, you've seen a lot of movement in the, from the IOC in the last, I'd say maybe year, two years. I mean, yeah. the virtual series, of course, they yeah. launched. They've had a lot of other initiatives. This is, a they've been pretty quick with this, I would say. I can't imagine they had something yeah, planned in
0: January. The, the interesting thing is they, they're doing it with uh, this company here, Enway Play. And Enway Play, again, is a subsidiary of Animoca Brands. Okay. And tell you something, Animoca Brands is, is I wouldn't say a beast, but it's a massive construct because Animoca Brands has something with the f1 has something in moto gp now something with the ioc they have um limpo to to work with athletes so they are building this large construct or even holding very interesting and they i think they collected 88 million of funding um recently yeah so interesting nice okay just one last last one and then we have more we have more okay i have more do you want to see more
1: Uh, I was kind of getting ready to... Okay, I'll I'll make a couple of minutes. Let's go. Oh, yeah, the Nikasha. uh, This is a good one. How did you...
0: Uh, We can't forget this. Yeah, I forgot one with eSports, by the way, with um, (laughs) uh, with the NBA (laughs) giving the rights for Brazil to a streamer, to a Twitch streamer. Completely forgot about that one. Sorry, guys. Uh, Google NBA Brazil streamer Twitch. You'll get it. And, yeah, interesting move here. Um, Can, yeah, be come a shareholder, uh, 1% shareholder in Mexican football club or soccer club. Nik- Nikasha is how you say it, right? Yep. Um, and I think the minimum bid is 1.3 million US dollar and you don't receive voting rights. So, yeah, question is, is that um, a good valuation for a Mexican soccer club or not? <laughs> M- mechanics itself is interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I saw some, I mean, I remember reading it and it said that if you want to bid then you can also send in like some sort of KYC so that they know who you are and you get access to their documents and financial shit so this is they're treating it like a yeah okay you're an investor and this is almost like a weird PR play attachment to it I don't know I was like okay let's let's see how this goes
0: yeah but I mean I mean especially when when clubs are struggling not saying that Nikasha is struggling or anything but uh, they will come up with uh, creative ways to to make some money I and mean, um yeah this might be one of them
1: all right ben do you have anything else or can i please go and get some food now i'm hungry
0: dude and i would like to tell you that if you are enthusiastic about nfts in sports same as i am then here somewhere or can you please point to this url <laughs> i feel like flexing in the gym and yeah, nifty sports. If, if, if this is what you need to do is flexing then
1: we have other things to talk about no but okay and, and nifty sports it's on there go check it out yes
0: nifty sports.co uh, all news about nfts in sports that is it
1: okay hello sports tech don't forget to check that out as this is where you are check out all our other videos go to TikTok. go to instagram do all these things now bye
0: see you next week cheers, cheers.